this is a new beginning for me, all right? I, I, I don't really know anybody. I have a little bit of cash in the bank to be able to pay my bills and to be able to, you know, live per se, but I certainly don't have tons of cash. I don't really have anything to sell. I'm not exactly sure what I'm gonna do here. What are, what's the next step for me, right? Like, how am I going to actually make something out of this and, and make sure that I'm successful? I don't have a job. I don't have a paycheck coming in. I, I don't have a support system around me. I'm, I'm living on my own completely, right? Like, what, like what's this next step? You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and recently I was on the phone with a good friend of mine, Steve Larson, and many of you guys know who Steve Larson is. Uh, in fact, I'm wearing his shirt right now, as you can see. Work for the team or build, or I'm sorry, work for the system or build one. Uh, and if you're listening on audio, it's this, it's a really cool shirt. Anyway, I think it says Capitalist Pig on the back. Anyway, uh, Steve Larson is the Capitalist Pig. He used to work for ClickFunnels, uh, Russell Brunson. You guys know the story. He's made like five or six million bucks in the past couple of years ever since he quit. And anyway, he's a very good friend of mine. And we were on the phone the other night chit-chatting about... Uh, his, he's got some stuff that he's doing. He's got a summit called the Your Final Offer Summit where he's um, he's teaching people how they would launch offers. And anyway, it's super, super cool. But um, we were chit-chatting about that, but the conversation came up obviously with everything that's going on in the world right now and just the uncertainty and, and um, the businesses that are just terribly, terribly impacted by the coronavirus and by the government shutdowns and kind of everything like that and how a lot of things are moving online. Uh, we were briefly mentioned and talked about uh, what Alex Sharfman was pointing out with the uh, or the, the claims of unemployment. I think they're up to like almost 17 million people in the past three weeks have filed for unemployment, which is like astronomically huge. I mean, I think uh, the average was like less than Less than a half of million was the average. I think it was like between 200 and 500,000 was the average unemployment. And in the past three weeks, it's gone to 17 million. All right. So it's just huge, huge increases of everything, which is going to have ripple effects in the economy and whatnot. But anyway, I was asking him and we were chatting about how, how I'm not nervous for my business. He's not nervous for his business, but we've both pivoted a little bit, right? And we were talking about how um, he's pivoted in, in his business to, uh, to, you know, can't do live events anymore and uh, how I've pivoted in my business and what we're doing and, and really focusing on on perfecting our products and serving. And we've done episodes and talking about that. And I said, you know, Steve, it's like, it's one of these crazy things where I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Why? Like, why am I not worried about potentially what's going to happen in the, you know, the world here in the, you know, the business thing. And what I realized was, is like, okay, well, I think the reason that I'm not worried is number one, I, you know, have a good mindset and B, I know how to sell, but you know, most importantly, and for both of us, like we have audiences and we can just go out and if we needed cash flow, if, if something happened, like we could go out and we have these assets in place to where, I mean, like guys, we collected since I've been off social media and it's been, well, 
at the time I'm recording this, it's been less than a week. Actually, it's been a week. Oh, no, yeah, it's been one day less than a week. Uh, we've closed almost $40,000 in sales and collected over half those funds. Um, and we have like over $20,000 in uh, payments pending that will be collected over the next 30 days, all right? Um, so like business is good. And I, and I don't I don't share that to to brag or anything like that. I, I'm, I'm sharing this for context to be like, okay, number one, I know what I'm doing. And, and I want to show you that to, to say that like, I'm not, I'm not one of these people that teaches you how to make money or, you know, says all these things about making money and doesn't make any money. Like I, I have a very successful business. Our business has exploded with the coronavirus because people want to know how to build audiences. They want to know how to get leads and they need to. Right. And so, uh, my phone has been, honestly, it's been ringing off the hook. I, I literally can't keep up with everything, which uh, has been stressful in and of itself. But anyway, um, back to the story, like we've, we've been talking about this and it's like, okay, um, we've made a lot of money. Things have been going well. Why is that? Oh, because we have a good product. Oh, because we have audiences. What if we didn't have those? And that was kind of this question that came up in my head as I was sitting there, I was talking to him. I was like, what if, what if you didn't have a list? What if you didn't have a Facebook group? You know, I, I've grown tens of thousands of members in Facebook groups. Steve has a very successful Facebook group. Um, we both have relatively large lists um, of, you know, loyal followings. We both know how to sell very well. We both have our area of expertise. I was like, what if we didn't have those things? What would I do? What, what would you do, right? And I started thinking about this for myself and um, I didn't have time to ask Steve what he would do. Uh, although he has, he, he has the book, he, he contributed a chapter to that 30 days book that Russell Brunson wrote. Um, and he, I think he answers that question in there. But anyway, it got me thinking for you guys. I was like, okay, uh, I, I recently ran some surveys and some polls uh, to my, my list. And you, many of you guys filled it out. We got dozens and dozens and dozens of people uh, responding back to that, uh, asking them with questions about where they're struggling and, and where they're currently at in their business and revenue and things like that. And it turns out, guys, a lot of, of you are you know, in the same boat. And it was a boat that I was in and it's in a boat that so many entrepreneurs are in right now, this inconsistent revenue phase and, and not having an audience, not being able to get people on the phone, you know, f still trying to figure out your messaging and your positioning. And, and that's, that's totally okay, by the way, all right? If that's where you're at, like enjoy the process. Don't feel like you're a misfit. Don't feel like you're never going to figure it out. Every single entrepreneur ever has like ever has been in that uh, phase, especially in this online game. There's so many options that are out there. So just keep pushing, keep going through it. But I asked myself the question. I said, okay, if I was in that position right now, what would I do? If I had no email list, I had no product, I had uh, no like proven service that I could go through and, and make money with. Um, I have no name recognition. I have no podcast. I'm, I'm truly starting over from scratch and I can simply just take the knowledge that's and information that's in my head and I could go out there and, you know, actually make something out of this. Now, for me, obviously, if my, my personal situation right now, if I were to lose everything, I have a lot of relationships to where I could go out and very easily, you know, make my way back into it without a problem. But I really wanted to go and, and sit down and take this from a scenario of what if I didn't have those relationships, right? Like, what if I was like you? What if I, you know, was a newbie that was in this space? What if I, I did need cash flow to, to kind of go and do this? And I wanted to, to use this episode as a way to lay that out and go, okay, this is exactly what I would do. This is the format. This is the process. Um, and it's interesting as I thought about this, I, I thought of this, this story. I've got to tell you that to, to kind of bring some context around this because I was actually in that exact same position not too long ago. Um, and I know this, you know, it sounds like the, oh, the cliche story. I was right there. And then I had this epiphany. I'm just sharing with you exactly what happened for me because um, back up 
I, gosh, now it's been almost four years now. Um, I sold my first business and I, and I, um, parted ways with my business partner, Josue at the time. We had an Instagram business together and we just had different visions for where the company was gonna, you know, going to go. And so we parted ways. Uh, technically, there was a sellout, although it wasn't a whole ton of money. Um, we did it for legal purposes. You know, technically I could say that I sold the company, but really basically we just, we parted ways. We split, split the assets. I, I took some of the cash. He, but he got most of the existing business. He had uh, the existing business services. He had the, the Instagram course, the product that we had created in there. And so when I, I left that, I basically sat there and I didn't have really anything to work with, right? I didn't have a product to sell. I had lost access to a lot of my Instagram uh, network at the time because when we sold or when we parted, uh, a, a lot of the, the Instagram pages were still under his management. And so I didn't have access to a lot of the things that had gotten me to where I was at. And so in, in very much of a way, I was starting over. I, I was young during this time. I was probably 20, I think I was 22 years old. Yeah, 22, so six years ago, right? Uh, 22 years old uh, during this process. Um, and I think 22, maybe I was 23. It was like three or four years ago. I don't, I don't remember the exact date, but I sat there and I, I was like, okay. And I actually remember it very, very specifically. I was at my friend's house when it was kind of the, the day after everything was kind of finalized. Um, and I walked outside. He has the, like overgrown grass and this little brick, little brick dry, um, like path leading up to it. it was all overgrown or whatever. And so I walked out there and I was on the phone. Um, and I remember getting off the phone and thinking, okay, this is a new beginning for me. All right. I, I, I don't really know anybody. Like I, I have my relationships in the online space, but not like I know like a Russell Brunson or a Steve Larson. Like I'm relatively young. I'm relatively new into this space. I have a little bit of cash in the bank to be able to pay my bills and to be able to, you know, live per se, but I certainly don't have tons of cash. I don't really have anything to sell. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do here. What are, what's the next step for me, right? Like how am I going to actually make something out of this and, and make sure that I'm successful? I don't have a job. I don't have a paycheck coming in. I, I don't have a support system around me. I'm, I'm living on my own completely, right? Like what, like what's this next step? I've got to, you know, start generating cash flow and, and whatnot. And so I started just by being curious and I started going into, uh, Facebook groups and, and on social media and getting on phone calls with people and just conversations. And um, over the course of the next couple of weeks, there was this thing that kept popping up, right? And when I would talk to business owners, the big thing for them was they all wanted more leads. They all wanted more customers, right? They're like, man, I, I want more leads for my business. I want to get more customers in. I, I don't know how to do that, yada, yada. But a lot of them were local businesses. They were uh, dentist, chiropractor type people um, that I would find online, real estate agents, um, restaurants, things like that as I was going. Because at this time, I was really focused just on learning all about business. I hadn't, wasn't fully immersed, I would say, into the online space so much. I, I didn't fully have my, my market defined. I didn't know who I was serving, right? So I was just kind of talking and asking people. And I basically found these two groups of people. I would go and I would, half the people I would talk to were these business owners that wanted more customers. And then the other half of these people were, were like Facebook ad or Google ad age, uh, advertising agencies that wanted clients, but that couldn't seem to find clients. Maybe they were startups, maybe they were already successful, but they, they had these services, they got decent results, but they really couldn't go and, and sign clients. And for whatever reason, they had this really hard time finding people to, to sell their services to. And so I sat there and one day I remember sitting on the porch. Once again, I was at my friend's house. I was uh, living there at the time, just in between places where I was living. And uh, I was sitting on the porch out front and I was like, 
I feel like half of my audience wants one thing and the other half can provide it for them, but they don't know how to talk to each other. Like that's where, like that's where my head was at, right? And then I was like, oh my gosh, light bulb moment. Entrepreneurship is about solving problems. I have a problem in front of me. My problem is, is that these customers and these service providers don't know how to talk to each other. They don't know how to communicate and make sure their services. What if I just came in and did that? Like, what if I came in and was the middleman between these clients that I knew needed services and these service providers that I knew needed clients? And so I went and I tested this theory. I went and um, one of the first uh, industries that I did this in was in the dentist industry, actually. Um, there was a friend of mine. I hit him up and I was like, dude, uh, I think he was in Missouri or Alabama, like one of those Southern states down there, okay? And I hit him up and I was like, dude, um, you know, you have this Facebook ads agency. I said, do you need clients? He's like, yeah, dude, I'd, I'd love, like I could totally use some more clients. I was like, sweet, well, what do you charge? What do you, you know, like for your, your clients? And he's like, well, I charge whatever it was. I think it was, I don't remember the exact, I think it was like 1500 bucks or something like that a month, right? And I was like, okay, sweet, $1,500 a month. That's what you're charging for this. Awesome. I was like, if I bring you a client and I just have you fulfill for them, do you care what I charge them? Like if I charge them more than what you're charging, can I like white label my service to you, right? And he goes, yeah, I, I guess that's fine. As long as I'm getting paid what I want, I, I don't care. I was like, sweet, awesome. And so I went and I went back into these Facebook groups and I found these dentists owners and, and stuff. Uh, I actually, the, the first, the first guy that I, that I did, he was, he did dentists, um, uh, dentist gyms and, uh, like fit, uh, uh, like massage. It wasn't massage therapy, but it was like massage parlors and stuff. Like that was his niche it was dentists and gyms and like massages. And so the first client that I actually found, um, was a Pilates in Nashville. I think it was, um, it was a Pilates place and I ended up, you know, connecting them or whatever. And, and, uh, you know, they went off and did their thing, but I went to this owner and I was like, Hey, listen, um, we, we have this service. Uh, I I've got a team. I've got this guy who, who goes through and he connects, uh, I mean, sorry, he gets business leads or business owners leads for their business. And, um, they're like, sweet. And I was like, and it's $2,500 a month. Actually, I think for them, I did 2000. I think I only did a $500 margin, but I started doing 2,500 shortly after that. I, I, I should remember the statistics. Anyway, it was, it was more than what the guy was charging me. And they're like, sweet, sounds good. Um, we'd love to, you know, we'll all try it out. We'll pay you up front. So I said, sweet. So we, they paid me the money. I went back to the guy and I connected them and I said, here's your money, like go. And if they re-sign on it, charge them this much and give me the difference. And he's like, okay, sounds good. And so they did and they went and I don't think they lasted for very long. I think it was like two or three months. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the gym, I, I don't remember what happened. I stopped, I don't, maybe they are still together. I, I just stopped getting paid. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, so I found this business and I made money from it. And I was like, oh, well, heck, this is pretty simple, right? Like I can just be the middleman. I don't need a product. I don't need a service. And I started to realize like this, this was a legitimately real possibility. And so I took a step back and I said, what did I just do there? All right. And guys, here's what I wanted to share with you with this is if I had to go right now and make $10,000 a month in my business right now, I had no list. I had no audience. I had no product. I had no service or skills to, uh, and to know how to do it. And I had to have $10,000 in the next 30 days. This is exactly what I would do. I would identify a need, all right? My need that I identified in this story was I realized that there were business owners that needed services and there were service providers that needed clients, okay? And I realized that they sucked at talking to each other. That was a problem. That was this need, all right? 
The solution that I found was I can connect them. I can be the middleman. And what I found was that both parties were actually happier when they went through me because I know how to talk to people, right? I know how to make things sound awesome. I know how to make problems go away, right? Like that's my superpower. I know how to, you know, just talk and connect people. And so that was the solution that I found. And then I became the middleman and I connected that and I got paid for it. You can do this exact same thing. Now, you can literally go and steal the idea that I just told you. There are thousands of businesses right now that need customers and there are thousands of agencies out there that need clients. And you could go and connect them and just charge them or take an affiliate cut or however that is. Or you could find a different need. I was watching a Ty Lopez video um, the other day and you say what you will about Ty Lopez. He's an incredibly smart person. And um, as he's transitioned out of social media marketing, obviously he still does it, but he's gotten into much more traditional business. He bought, um, what was a dress barn for like $700 million that he just bought. So he's like, he's a really, really smart dude. And he was talking about how e-commerce was winning and he was giving some ideas. And one of the ideas was an idea that I literally had just talked to my girlfriend about the other day. I said, Hey, babe, like, I was like, you're really good at restaurant. Like, she, she, my uh, girlfriend used to be a general manager of a bar before we went on our world trip. And she was amazing at it. I mean, like, increased profits and, and everything, right? She was so good. And I was like, why don't you go and create a, a program, create a course, create something that uh, would help these people streamline their, their to-go orders right now during the coronavirus? Ty Lopez said the exact same thing like a week later as, you know, as I was watching the, the video. I was like, there's a big opportunity. There's lots of opportunity there, right? So you could find someone that has a solution to this problem. You could go find people that had have the problem and then you could sell. You can be the middleman and the only thing that you have to do is you have to be the salesman. Like you have to be the middleman and your job is to go and actually connect them and, and provide this service. And it's, it's interesting because when I've told people this in the past, the first thing that always pops up in their head is like, well, Josh, how do I find a need, right? Like, I don't know how to do that. And what's interesting that I found is that the need is often, like a lot of needs are often hiding in plain sight. They're often the most obvious things. We just have to go and take a step back there and go, is that the need that I'm gonna solve? And the, the big problem that people have, I've found, is that they just don't know how to define the need well. Let me, let me tell you this in a story, okay? Um, about two years ago, when I first went into the, the social media space of, of growing audiences and teaching people how to brand and, and build audiences specifically, not just Instagram audiences, but audiences in general, right? Um, I saw this big need that people needed to learn how to grow audiences, Facebook groups, things like that. But I didn't know how to define the need, right? I didn't, like I was, I suffered from imposter syndrome and I was like, oh, so-and-so's already doing that or so-and-so's already doing that thinking that because they had a couple hundred people in their courses or in their course, that somehow that they were actually solving this entire need, right? Ridiculous, right? That's not how that works. There's millions and millions of customers. But I was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And it was because I wasn't really getting clear on the need. I thought the problem was people wanted to learn how to, or needed to learn how to grow a Facebook group. Or I thought the problem was people needed to learn how to get Instagram followers or people needed to learn how. To, that's what I thought the problem was, but that wasn't really the need, Right. The need was that people needed audiences and it didn't really matter where they grew their audiences. It didn't really matter where I taught them. It was the, the problem was, is that people wanted an audience and they were waiting for me or waiting for someone to come in and show them the best way to go about doing that. In fact, a lot of my clients that I have built audiences for on Facebook did not want to be on Facebook. 
All right, if you look at Steve Larson, who was a client of mine, Brad Gibb, who was a client of mine, right? These people, Damon, who's a client of mine. These guys, like when I worked with them, when I started, they did not want to be on Facebook. They did not think that Facebook group was the answer. In fact, Steve Larson, and he said this before in several of his podcast stuff, he's like, Josh Forty came to me and was like, hey, you need to have a Facebook group. And I was like, nope, not going to do a Facebook group. He's like, yep, you got to be on Facebook. Nope, didn't want to be on Facebook. It was like three or four times. But finally, I was just like, nope, you're my client. I'm building you a Facebook group. And I told him what to do. And he, he fought it for a while. But then after he got it, after he realized it, he was like, oh, I realize that you weren't just telling me to build a Facebook group. The Facebook group simply happened to be the best place that... I could build an audience at the time. I was like, exactly. And he goes, well, that's a different problem. I needed an audience. I didn't need a Facebook group. Facebook group happened to be the vehicle. And so what happens is, is we get so caught up in the logistics behind the problem that we actually forget about what the problem actually is. All right. And so, so many of you and, and myself included, I've done this as I just shared many, many times, I get caught up in this and I'm like, oh, I sell Facebook groups or, oh, I sell. No, that's the vehicle that you use. That's not really the problem. All right. So when you're looking for the problem, when you're trying to become this middleman here, if you're going to go and do this and want to go and actually become someone that can broker deals, which is, by the way, a phenomenal business. I, I, I want I want you to just clarify this real, real quick, because guys, I don't think people really understand like how powerful this is. Guys, I've sold probably thirty or forty thousand dollars worth of Facebook advertising services and Google advertising services. And I have no idea how Facebook and Google ads like work from the, like the technical side of things. I mean, literally within the past two months is when I ever ran my first ad on Facebook. Okay, now we run them for Think Different Theory, so I've done a little bit more. But when I sold these, I sold them without having any idea how they worked. But why? Well, because I knew that somebody else knew how to, to do them and they got proven results with them. So I just became the middleman. And I was like, you need, because I didn't, I wasn't selling Facebook ad services. That was the vehicle I was selling but I was selling customer acquisition. I was like, you need customers. You know how to get customers. You happen to use Facebook ads, great. Connect, take it. And I had a money back guarantee. Hey, if they didn't do a good job, we'd give you your money back. No big deal, right? Sweet. Well, within you know, 30 days or whatever it was, right? So just because you don't know how to do something doesn't mean that you can't sell it. You gotta find someone that does know how to do it. But remember, you're not selling the service, you're selling the result. But in order to sell a result, you must first understand what the problem is, okay? So what's the problem? The problem is for me that people want audiences. People want loyal customers. People want raving fans that are gonna buy their stuff. So if I were to come in and say, hey, I'm gonna build you a Facebook group, what are they gonna go to? Well, Facebook groups are a lot of work. Facebook groups are oversaturated. Facebook groups are hard to grow. Facebook groups require a lot of content. Facebook groups require blah, 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 blah. Objection, objection, objection. But if I come in and I go, I'm gonna build you an audience of loyal raving fans that buy your products. People are like, I'm in, I'm interested, let's talk, right? Same thing with customers, same thing with whatever. If you were to go in and to a restaurant, let's say you're a, a service-based business provider and, and you were to say, uh, I'm going to uh, build you a, a system that uh, using my three-step program of blah, blah, blah to get your food out the door um, for to-go orders and enhance your to-go order experience, they'd probably be like, Sounds like a lot of work. I think we're doing just fine. But if you were to say, hey, I'm going to come in and be able to and, and triple your sales by optimizing your to-go uh, systems or double your sales by that, all of a sudden they're like, all right, I'm in, right? Like I'm interested now at least. Let's talk. And then go find someone that can do that, right? Why? Because you're not selling your vehicle. You're not selling this process that you're, you're doing. You're selling the result. 
You're selling a solution to the problem, but you've got to get clear on the problem first. So when you're looking for problems to solve, simply ask yourself, what actually is the problems? Like go learn to spot problems, train your mind. Um, one of the first things that I did, and, and then I'm going to loop back around to the next step here when it comes to finding problems is I, I know how to train my mind to do things. Okay. And what I mean by that is, uh, anytime you have practice, you get better at something, right? It's just mind is a muscle. So just like if you want to get better at football, you go to football practice. If you want to get better at basketball, you go to basketball practice. You want to get better at marketing. You go to you know marketing summits and conferences. If you want to train your mind, you got to practice it. And so when I first moved out to Nebraska, I, I remember you know training my mind to, to spot opportunity and to, to spot um, ways to go and make money. And so any single time that I knew someone was getting paid for something, I would just ask myself, where is the money coming from to pay that person, right? And I would just think through the process of it. And I, I started to be able to train my mind to see all these opportunities and ways to be able to make money. And what happened was, is when I saw, uh, for example, a truck driver, right? I saw a truck driver driving down the road and I was like, oh, how are they getting paid? I was like, well, they're getting paid from the company. The company is making enough money from the, the cargo that's in that, that they're transporting to, to pay for the truck, to pay for all the insurance and to pay for that person. And so if cargo needs to be moved, there must be enough of a premium there, right? And so then I realized that. I was like, okay, so cargo transportation, that's a, you know, a, a big thing. And then I saw this new warehouse going in and I was like, oh, guess what? In order to fill that warehouse, there's gonna need to be cargo. So if I were to start a trucking company, I could literally target companies that are going and expanding and be like, hey, we'll move your product from one warehouse distribution to the other. And I started spotting opportunities that nobody else would have seen unless they would have done the exercises that I would have done. Okay. The same thing is true with your mind. So, and the same thing is true to spot problems and solutions. So if you're driving down the road and you're like, oh man, that business has its door closed. That business has its door closed. That business has its doors open, right? You can start asking yourself, okay, like why does that business have its doors open? Why do those not? Or, you know, and like, just start asking these questions and following the trail and you start to realize these problems that they're facing, right? And once you start to identify problems, then you can go out and start to identify solutions. And so when you start asking yourselves these questions of like, okay, where are the problems? Where are problems that I can solve right now? What's a pro what are problems that people are having? Oh, okay, they're stuck at home because of quarantine, right? Or, oh, maybe they're on unemployment now. Or, oh, maybe, you know, there's a business influx because people are, you know, just going over to their business. Zoom, you know, like would be a perfect example of that. Like, so you start asking yourself, okay, where are the problems? What are solutions to these problems? Who can provide that solution? How do I step in and become the middleman? Now, specifically for me with this, I like high margin businesses. I like service-based businesses here to where perceived value is very high. I can work in my room for margin and make the sale. All right. Now, the next question that most people ask me when I share this with them is, okay, first, Josh, how do I find a need? My answer is train your mind, understand most uh, needs are hiding in plain sight. The second question that they ask is, where do I find these contractors? Where do I find people that can fulfill on these things? And honestly, guys, we have the internet now. There's so many business owners out there that actually do provide really good services. And it's interesting because I get mine from Facebook groups. There's a million different ways to do it. LinkedIn is a great resource and a great tool. Um, literally Googling them and building relations, like calling them up and talking to them on the phone would be a great opportunity. But my favorite is Facebook groups and, and just networking with people in your, in your network. Because if you go to the ClickFunnels Facebook group right now, or to my Facebook group right now, or to, you know, any of Steve Larson's Facebook group right now, or Brad Gibbs Facebook group right now. There's a lot of people in these groups that have really good services that are struggling to find clients. 
and they do Facebook ads and graphic design and website design and Google ads and, and branding and webinars and, and you know, print on demand and book writing and e-commerce and e-commerce advertising. There's a million different services that they provide. So if you were to go in and say, hey, listen, I've, I've got some potential clients in this space. Who does this type of stuff? And be very, very clear and very, very specific on exactly what you need and say, I will need proof of results. A lot of businesses have results that they're willing to share and show you that they know what they're doing. Connect with them, build that relationship with them, be very, very clear and honest and upfront with what you're doing and you're gonna be able to find them just fine. I've often found that just honesty and telling them what you're doing is a great strategy that works very, very well, especially in this type of business. Be very honest with the, the contractors that you're working with, all right? The third point that most people come to me at and they ask me about is, okay, Josh, I found this need, I found the contractors, but aren't people gonna be mad? that I'm getting paid when I'm not really doing anything, right? I'm just connecting them. I'm not doing the service. So aren't the contractors gonna get, be mad that I'm charging their clients more than what they're charging them? Aren't the customers gonna be mad that they're paying me more than if they just went direct to the client? Like, you know, isn't that a problem? And my answer to you is no, because, and let me tell you why here, okay? So <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you a story about this, okay? One of the first times I was doing that, I don't want to say the first, probably like first five, I would say that I was doing this for, I thought, you know what? This one particular client of mine, I don't really have time to deal with them right now. I'm just going to connect them directly, directly right to the customer. I mean, to the, the service provider. I'll let them handle the contract. I'll let them sell them. I'll just take a referral cut for sending them over to them. I know I'm not going to make as much as if I were to close them because if I were to close them, I could probably close them on $3,000 a month and they're probably going to close them on like $2,000 a month and I'm probably only going to get a $200 commission versus maybe a $1,000 commission, right? But I was like, I don't really have time right now. So I connect them over to them. I let them do their thing and it turned out to be a mess. The client wasn't getting... Um, back to the, the, I'm sorry, the, the, my contractor wasn't getting back to the service provider. And I mean, gosh, I can't talk. My service provider wasn't getting back to the client. The client uh, was having problems communicating with them. It was this big, huge confusion behind everything. And I was like, why is this happening? So I, I reached out to the person because I had done business with this person before. And I was like, what is going on? He's like, dude, I don't know. This is just, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, gives me all these excuses. And the client was upset and the contractor was upset. And that's when I realized, oh, most contractors don't know how to talk to clients because they're not focused on that. They're focused on running Facebook ads or doing whatever it is that they're doing. And the reason that they are struggling to get clients is because they have not yet learned how to talk to clients. My job as the middleman was not just to connect the people, but was to make sure that they were serviced. And some days I had to do a lot of work, but most of the days I didn't because once it was set and once the expectation was set, it was very easy. So I restructured my offer and I said, hey, listen, it's $3,000 a month. I would turn around and I pay my guy the $1,500 a month or $2,000 a month, whatever he wanted for to fulfill on those. But I said, you're their project uh, manager per se, right? You're the person that, that runs the technical side of things that if we have technical questions, we're going to go to, but the, everybody's going to go through me right? All clients are going to come through me. I'm going to talk to the clients. They're never going to talk to you unless you're going to directly to them to get information. But all customer service questions come to me. And I had very, very little problems after that. Why? Because my value was not just in connecting them. My value was making sure that relationship went smoothly, right? And clients are willing to pay more 
for a good customer service experience. And contractors are willing to take a pay cut or just charge whatever they're normally charged and have you make any of the upside as long as they're not having to deal with frustrating clients, right? So your value comes in to make this process smoother for all parties involved and people are willing to pay for that. So the initial problem that I solved and that I was solving for the client was, hey, we're getting you leads now. But the problem that I created and then I had to go and solve was the customer support side of things. And because I was great at customer support and great at making sure people could contact me and getting back to them and everything like that, I was able to charge money and everybody was happy. Nobody was mad about it, okay? So understand, number one, you don't need to have a skill. You don't need to have a product. You don't need to have a service. I take that back. You don't need to have a a product or a service. You do need to have a skill. The skill is connecting people or sales or whatever you want to call that thing. This is why I preach sales so much, all right? If you guys want a copy of my free ultimate sales guide, it's my three-part sales framework for closing deals between $1,000 and $20,000 every single time consistently with ease. Um, I'll drop the link down below, but salesandmindset.com slash free sales guide. That's salesandmindset.com slash free sales guide. And you can get that 100% for free. It's like a 60-page guide. It's got graphics. It's, it's like really, really intense. It's, it's awesome. And it's free, all right? Just put in your name and email. We'll send it over to you, okay? You don't need a product or a service. You don't even know what you're doing. You just need to be able to connect someone that has a problem with someone that has that solution and serve them well, okay? And when you do that, you can make a lot of money very quickly. Now, Am I saying that this is going to be a a business that you could grow into millions and millions and millions of dollars? No. But, I mean, you could, I suppose. But that's that's really probably not what this is designed for. But you can make 10 to 20,000, maybe even 30 or 40,000 dollars a month pretty easily this way. Get an assistant to help you with some of, you know, stuff once you've got to that point and you can live a really comfortable lifestyle. And I did this for almost a year. You know, I sold a couple hundred grand, well, yeah, over a hundred grand for sure worth of these types of services. Made great money with it, right? As a 23, 24-year-old kid. Why? Because I understood how money worked. I understood how value is created. I understood where my need was. And doing this will help you learn so much about how businesses work. It will help you learn so much about customers and clients and agencies and what agencies are doing right and what agencies are doing wrong and what businesses are doing right and wrong. It will just give you so much greater understanding of the world. So if you don't know what you want to do with your life, if you don't know what you want to do in your business, but you need to go make cash flow, you do need to go make money. This is a great way to go about and do that. All right. All right, a little bit of a shorter episode here today. Uh, I'm gonna kind of recap for you here just real quick uh, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, but I don't wanna overwhelm you with too much information here, okay? So right now, there's a massive amount of opportunity regardless of what anybody tells you, okay? Especially in the online space, especially for cust- or businesses that are trying to stay afloat right now if you can get them customers. All right, but this works in any industry. Um, I have a client right now that's doing this in the yoga space, Okay. What's the problem? The problem is, is that there's a lot of people that want to do yoga, but don't have the studios that they can go to anymore. So they're finding supplies and stuff and they're finding trainings on how to set up home stu- uh, yoga studios and connecting them with you know people that uh, have trainings and courses on how to do yoga at home, right? Middleman type stuff. It's like affiliate marketing for services, all right? Be the middleman. So first off, identify a need. Remember, this was me sitting on my porch back in the day of, huh, I've got all these people over here that need client or need customers and all these clients over here or people over here that need clients. These people can get these clients customers. Why don't I just connect them? Right. That's step number one. Number two, find a solution. I found the solution. Step number three, become the middleman, step in, serve well, take your cut, get paid. 
okay? Remember, needs are often finding in plain sight. Learn to ask better questions. Train your mind to spot opportunity. Um, Contractors, LinkedIn, Facebook groups, your networks, reach out to people. The ClickFunnels group is a great resource. My group is a great resource. We'll drop my uh, link to my group down below. Steve Larson's group is a great resource. Uh, Arnie Giske's group, I know uh, that was a pretty good group. I haven't been in there in a while, but his was a good one. There's a lot of good groups uh, around the uh, online space that have these type of contractors in there. And then third, be honest, be transparent. Don't be afraid to tell people that you're making a profit from it, but explain to them your value, your service comes in the customer service and customer experience that you provide. You have a superpower. You just got to figure out where that is and where that fits in. And then mindset. So many of you guys are going to struggle with this. The the people that are going to struggle with this the most are the people that need to fix their mindset the most. If you don't think this can work for you, if you're like, I just don't know where this, you got to fix your mindset. Okay. Um, thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook gives you my free uh, mindset guide. It's awesome. Once again, thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook. It's five steps to rewire your brain, retrain your subconscious mind, and completely change the outcome of your life. It's about 67 pages long, I think. There's videos and workbooks along in that. Um, Thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook to help work on that. All right, guys, that's all I got for you here today. Please make sure if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast and left a rating and a review, um, we're trying to get these numbers up for that. Um, over the course of the past couple weeks, last week, this week, probably next week as well, I'm going to be off social media. Um, and so these podcasts that we're doing are pre-recorded and then streamed so that I don't have to log into Facebook. Um, but we, I, I'm not focused right now on, on growing the podcast. I am focused right now on providing really good content for the podcast and serving you serving the listener of the podcast that's already here. However, I still do want to grow the podcast, but growing the podcast takes a lot of work on our side from a promotional aspect of things. And I've got to get other things in place before I can go really put advertising dollars and, and, and put a lot of effort into growing the podcast. So I am relying on you guys to share the message out, to leave a rating and review, to leave you know and, and share, share posts on Facebook from it and drive people back to it. That's how we're going to grow and that's how we're going to spread and understand like I am here to serve you guys, all right? I am here to to help you guys tremendously. I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but a lot of my messaging has changed over the course of the past several weeks to go from a lot more of the direction that I originally wanted to go with the podcast of mindset and and exploration to a lot more business focused because I really do believe that it could get bad here over the next couple months. And so while some people think that I'm freaking out or that um, I'm being you know a little too cautious, I don't think so. I think it could get very bad. And and I guess we'll know in over the course of the next couple months. But I want to serve you guys. I want to have these out here so that I can say, listen, I've given you guys these resources. These are out here to help you guys get through these times. Um, so I'm asking you to you know hey return the favor if you find value in this, if you found benefit. In it, share this out, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave a rating, a review, five stars, um, and leave an honest review about uh, what you thought of it. I really, really appreciate that. Guys, I love you. Thank you so much um, for listening, subscribing. Um, if you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram at J-O-S-H-F-O-R-T-I, just my name, at Josh Forty, um, or contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com. I will see you guys on the next episode. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Um, don't be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. This plaque. I know you can't see this on audio, but it's super, super sweet. Uh, my girlfriend got it for me. Think Different Theory plaque. It's super, super awesome. And uh, have it sitting over here on my, my printer. Um, is ah, It just it makes, it makes me happy. I love where Think Different Theory is going, guys. I'm very, very happy with it. And uh, thanks so much for coming along with the ride, guys. Seriously, those of us that think different are going to change the world. We got to just remember that. And I have so much that I could go into on that, but I got to wrap this up. I love you all, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam.
Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas, and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh Forty or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.